0: Jenny. Hi Daria. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's the end of my vacation and the start of yours. How are you? Are you excited? It's funny how we
1: timed that. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. I am I'm so ready to be gone for a full week. Mm -hmm. We're going to Northern California. Fun. We are going to kind of be all over the place. Like we rented a car and we're going to spend some time at the Redwood Forest. We're going to do some outdoorsy things, which I'm, uh, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) We're going to spend some time in Sonoma. Which I'm really excited it was fun. about some Yes, wine, yes, yes, some wine tastings, mm-hmm. and then we're going to spend some time in San Francisco. My husband's never been, so I'm going to sort of like show him around. And awesome, we're going to eat a lot of really good food. And
0: nice. Well, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, it it's going to be cool. I'm. I just finished packing, which, considering it's like late on Saturday, and my I fly out at seven. 55 tomorrow morning mm-hmm. um nothing like leaving shit to the last minute but
0: are you an overpacker or an underpacker
1: i'm an overpacker i'm the kind of person who picks outfits by day so it's like i have what i'm gonna wear on monday mm-hmm. and what i'm gonna wear on tuesday okay. and what i'm gonna wear on wednesday and i try and figure out what our activities are so that i can like properly put in the exact right Things, and then I pack 400 pairs of underwear.
0: I see, I see. But how many pairs of shoes did you pack?
1: One, two. I have four, five, five. I have five pairs of shoes.
0: Daria, we need to take out at least two <laughs> pairs of shoes. After this podcast is done recording.
1: Well, listen, I have to include
0: my hiking sneakers. Okay, that's Stupid. fair. That's fair.
1: Taking up valuable real estate. Do you know what we did? So usually when we travel, we just cram everything into a carry-on and like do laundry yeah. at like an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. But we're staying at a bunch of hotels while we're traveling. Right. And so we 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 got one big suitcase that we're gonna check, and it has like all of our overflow.
0: So you each have a suitcase or you each have a carry-on?
1: We each have our carry-ons and our backpacks. Okay. And then we have like one 30-inch suitcase. Amazing. That has like, my husband's hiking boots because he's got size 13 feet. So his boots don't even fit into his (laughs) carry-on. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then like raincoats in case.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's a lot. It's like. The problem is, is we planned a trip. We're doing lots of different things. Yeah. We're going to be outdoors. We're going to be in wine country. We're going to be looking cute in San Francisco. Oh, right. So, like, so nah. you
0: can't really, like, recycle the clothes in some ways. No.
1: <laughs> but guess what <laughs> I, Pat, I'm i planning to wear for the flight tomorrow? What are
0: you planning to wear?
1: A sweatsuit.
0: Amazing. Is it from Airy? <laughs>
1: It is from Eric.
0: Amazing. With my
1: socks and Birkenstocks so I can go Ooh, My
0: favorite footwear. Socks and Birkenstocks. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Caitlin. Woo woo. <laughs> my Birkenstock twin.
1: Yeah. Josh Uh, Josh too. He's going to wear his
0: Birkenstocks too. I love well, it's gonna it. It's going to be total shoebies. It's going to be fun. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry. There is nothing better than like thick socks from Costco. <laughs> Birkin's socks, <laughs> shorts, and a sweatshirt. It's my favorite outfit.
1: Dude, it's just... I, I.
0: When I look back at
1: who I was as a teenager, I thought that, like, 30-something Daria would be the trendiest, most, like, sleek bitch. And literally all I want to do is dress like a 14-year-old skateboarder. From, oh, my God. Like, I would be
0: horrified if I saw what I was wearing right now. Like... 15 years ago 15 years ago I would be horrified if I was wearing socks (laughs) with sandals like no no I truly thought that I was gonna be this like really fashion forward
1: (sighs) like badass bitch and I look like I'm on the set of Lords of Dogtown at any given moment
0: did you think that you were gonna be Sarah Jessica Parker from Sex and the City
1: I kind of thought that it was gonna be like Carrie slash Blair from Gossip Girl, <laughs> <laughs> but I also oh was planning to go to fashion school when I was in high school. So oh, okay, I thought you wanted to be
0: a wrestler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I Sorry, I to- just outed
0: you. <laughs> I you can cut variety. that part. <laughs>
1: Listen, I'm putting it all out there. I I gotta do it. It it just is what it is. I had a huge passion for the WWE when I
0: was in middle school. Um, yeah, you, you will um, be happy to know that my daughter has decided she also wants to be, um, a wrestler. So, she told me that like three days ago, and I was like, oh, I better tell Daria. I know you know just she called did just me? <laughs> On accident, I was trying to what? turn off my sound because I keep getting notification. Oh. I don't want my mic
1: to pick up all
0: the noise I didn't hear anything oh good but I think my mic probably oh. did so. yeah no I didn't hear anything okay great sorry I just called you <laughs> okay that's fine I was like what do I have an alarm going <laughs> Oh, what were we talking about it's coming anything. from inside the house <laughs> guys we're so tired and burnt out
1: <laughs>
0: uh, is I, anyone I, even listening <laughs> to this
1: should we, should we, should we do, should we move on? We should.
0: (laughs) Okay. Listeners, in this week's episode of Ted Lasso, the Greyhounds must ready themselves for what's bound to be a difficult match against Manchester City. Meanwhile, Dr. Sharon and her bicycle collide with a car. Sam and Rebecca's banter relationship receives an upgrade. Jamie's dad continues to be fucking awful. And ted finally gets something important off his chest
1: oh. i have so many feelings i'm so overwhelmed by
0: everything that happened yeah this was a fucking brilliant episode like really I cried. good so oh i definitely cried like multiple times
1: <laughs> like full-on crying on the couch lost it
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm it was so good
1: it was, it was everything I wanted. Should we start with Ted and Dr. Sharon? Yes, let's. Okay, because we have been talking about how badly that we've been wanting to learn more about Dr. Sharon. And thank God we finally got it.
0: Yeah. Because we are getting close to the end of the season and I was like... I know, I know, getting a little bit worried. No, but they saved the best for last, maybe? I loved it. I loved the sneak peek into her life, into her very sparse uh, living accommodations. I know. I'm not sure what they're trying to say with all the alcohol, but like, yeah, they like, I'm, I'm, and when it's like, she's a single woman, like, okay, yeah, she's gonna drink a lot of wine, like you know, or, or is it that they're like, does she have a drinking problem? I wasn't sure what they were trying to get at, and I was like, mm, okay, well, we'll see. I know, I. I kind of felt bad, right? Because, like,
1: what we've seen so far is that Dr. Sharon really seems to understand the core of, like, what's going on with the team. Yeah. She's she's really great to help them kind of move on and get past some of their own shit. And then you see the intro to the episode, and she's alone. Lots of empty wine bottles. She is on the phone with her own therapist. Her therapist is, like you know, riffing on her, like yeah. clearly pointing out what a difficult patient she is. Yeah. And it's like you know, you you your therapist is a person too. They have their own shit.
0: Yeah. Which was kinda interesting. I liked yeah. I liked that they kinda gave her nuance and they like, you know, she's late to her own therapy appointments. She, you know, she kind of like gives her own therapist a bit of a hard time. You know, I thought that was kinda I liked that. I thought it was it was realistic, right?
1: And it gave her, it gave us a really nice look at her personality because she's very professional when she's, yeah. you know, at the, the the practice field. I don't know, what is that building called? The, like, building where the team lives. Oh. The team like lives. The, the team arena?
0: Life. Like, the stadium? Yeah, like, the
1: office, like, the thing. It's hard to put a name on it. It's like...
0: We're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, the, the entire team staff where the administration of the football team happens. <laughs> the administrative building. There Who knows? Go. I don't even know if that's what it is. <laughs> I think mean, it's just one building anyway. altogether. But anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it is it was really awesome to see her laugh and smile and especially when it came to Ted. I thought that was really cute. I like it a lot.
1: I really enjoyed seeing their interactions quick shout out to Dr. Sharon yelling at that dog owner because the dog clearly hates the sweater it's wearing.
0: I died. Yeah, that was so great. That was so good. <laughs> I love that. The accident definitely threw me. I was like, they better not fucking kill her. I was like, I if this is the dog thing all over again, I will not finish the season and they can go fuck all of themselves. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm really glad it ended up just being a concussion because if it was anything more than that, I was going to be real upset.
0: Yeah, yeah. Though I did love that when Dr. Sharon comes, they push her into the room. She's like, fuck me, when she sees dad. (laughs) I I thought that was so great. I love it. So funny. I...
1: Loved that entire interaction in the hospital where they thought they were married. Oh my
0: God, yes. No, they're oh, just colleagues. By the way, do we think the doctor is Roy's sister? <gasps> oh. Ooh. Because she was, she's an ER doctor. He yeah. says that. And then she's not there when he has to go see Phoebe. So I was assuming it's maybe her. But wouldn't she know who Ted Lasso was?
1: Yeah, she probably so would. So that's
0: why I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. You know, like.
1: Yeah, but that would have been really cute. It would have been
0: funny. And maybe it will be. Who knows? Like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. But I just thought that was funny that she was an ER doctor and then they showed the ER, so. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, oh, the whole thing with them, like, pretending to, she, she's like, I don't have a husband. He's like, yeah, but not in a sad way. <laughs> she says, <laughs> so, so Ted, and then he calls her sweetheart when he's like oh here sweetheart let me help you with your girl. and she just has like no choice in the matter I at all know. which is just like oh ted so fucking irritating sometimes <laughs> but i loved it i love that he's like he carries her bike home and it was just and the thing is then she was laughing uh, especially yeah. when he was making her listen to those voice notes I don't, I don't know. Wh- wh- I still don't understand when she sent them to him. I I know. I'm a little confused by that, too. Like, was I, she... I think it was when she was in the hospital.
1: Yeah, like, I, I'm, that was the one sort of blip in the storytelling where I was like, when did this happen? And how did we miss it? Like, was she hopped up on pain meds while they were like getting resituated so she decided to voice message
0: well he does say he does say something about in concusso veritas so like so I assume yeah it's when she was like had a concussion so in the hospital at some point but regardless the voice notes were really funny
1: when she starts singing
0: oh yeah that was hilarious
1: got me good
0: yeah I just I loved so much how much Dr. Sharon we got this Episode. Yes. And I just love Sarah Niles so much, and she's such a great freaking actress. And getting to see her and just to see how much range she has in being like a very stoic, very like no nonsense, but then seeing the complete opposite of her being so tender and like to Ted at the end of the episode and just like I just thought it was really good I really it was so great to see her
1: I was blown away and I love what we've been set up to kind of see and get from them now I really I mean it's depressing but like when when Ted finally takes her to her apartment and he's like looking around and he's like picking up her books and I'm like first of all Ted boundaries that's so rude, man. She's, <laughs> like, oh, what do we got in, things in here? over. What do we got in here? It's just like, what? are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, he's the kind of friend where you need to do the deep clean before he comes over. Mind your business, Ted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mind your goddamn business.
1: Uh, but, like, I I enjoy knowing that there are those highs and lows to Dr. Cher. Yeah. And I. that makes her such a more, like, flawed, dynamic, amazing character. And I also loved that he really did kind of win her over by the end. Even before we get to what happened at the very end. But no, like... I
0: think so when he was calling her to check up on her, making, doing those funny voices and loved it. And to the point where she, and that she opened up to him like her, like her therapist told her to. And then, yeah. you know, she told him that she was scared that she wouldn't be able to ride her bike again. I think her telling Ted that Makes Ted feel like he really wants to be friends with her. He talks about it in the hospital how they're friends, and she says, We're colleagues, and he goes, Friendly colleagues. And then in her apartment, she says something, and he says, Call, you know, he like catches himself saying friends, but like he wants to be her friend. And so the fact that she tells him that she was scared, he sees that as her trying to be his friend. Which, as we know, Ted thinks that the only people you can tell your problems to is friends. And then he tells her his problem, which I thought was very interesting, so... Oh, gosh. Can we talk about it? I know. so sad. I was kind of hoping I would be wrong. I was really hoping I would be wrong. I was just gonna say, you were spot on, dude. I know. And I was really, 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 really hoping I would be wrong, but, um... But yeah, Ted admitting that, you know, his dad died from suicide when he was 16 and it makes a lot more sense now, you know, if you remember back in, I think it's episode one of season two when he was talking, nope, was it episode one? No, it's not even, it was way before that. So it was in, it was in season one when Mm -hmm. he goes for dinner with Trent to the Indian restaurant and he's talking and he says something about about the players and you know people believing in you and stuff and he says something about you know it's better than growing up with someone not believing in you and at the time we assume he's talking about jamie and and because his dad you know is such a dick or whatever but it's actually not at all that's not at all what he means it's not it's not someone being around and not believing you it's it's having no one around to believe in you, yeah. which is such a different spin on what we thought he meant. So, and I think it gives a lot of like there's a lot of that we that you could probably go back and rewatch and see Ted's interaction with everyone all through season one and what we've seen so far in season two, and and read it in a completely different way. Which is amazing. So great fucking storytelling. I Brilliant. Lost it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I absolutely lost it. And I I mean I think we talk about this a lot, but Jason Sadek is just so talented.
0: Yeah, like he'll be winning an Emmy for that episode next year.
1: Like that's gotta be his Emmy submission. It has to be.
0: It's so good.
1: It's it's like I know. Do you know, like, on Buffy, when Sarah Michelle Gellar would cry and you would feel this overwhelming urge to cry, too, because her tears were just, like, that, that yeah. is Sedacus. Like, he gets upset, I get upset now. I know. And I, like, really <laughs> I could know. not,
0: could not handle it.
1: Yeah. It was amazing. It
0: was, whew, it was so good. Really, really good. And Sharon, I just love that Sharon was still Sharon and she's like, yeah, no, that is it. <laughs> And he's like, you know, yeah. I think that might that might be why. I'm... No, she's like, no, 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 that is it. That's it. That's why you you are the way you are. Like if she had a bell, she'd be like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, exactly. Ding, ding, ding. So I I liked that little that little thing. It was like Sharon is still Sharon, um, yeah. but you know what? She was so understanding, and mm-hmm. um, and it was so great to see them sort of come, both come halfway, like we sort of have thought that they needed to to sort of get to this breakthrough. So yeah, it was. their their whole storyline was great i think this this episode and it hasn't it has been all season i think so it's hard to believe that it's almost over
1: i know i know i'm oh i'm so interested to kind of see if like that confession for ted will help you know take the like i feel like he feels like so much pressure and and yeah maybe if he can be more open about that stuff it'll start to just yeah easier for him exactly
0: for sure for sure and then the last little thing about Ted I just wanted to mention is when he tells Beard to be careful, when he's going to go shake off the, the loss, and, like, given, like, the, like, sort of, like, stills we've seen from the next episode, like, I am very interested to see, like, what is he going to get up to?
1: I kind of feel like we're going to get a... A, like, Sophia Coppola Lost in Translation beard episode? Like,
0: kind of, like, stream of consciousness. Like, yeah, I, it's gonna be amazing. I hope he does mushrooms again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, so to go from one kind of difficult father situation to another, oh. I think we have to talk... And again like we were just saying last week how much we miss Jamie and how we want more of Jamie and like the Ted Lasso writers answered our prayers and gave us so much good Jamie this episode. I
0: <sighs> But it's <Yeah>. so sad. <laughs> it was so I <sighs> I mean it was okay, it was sad, but it was also like extremely satisfying in some ways to see yeah. like Jamie such growth and like Just to hear him tell his dad not to talk to him like that in the locker room was just like, that is the second time that I cried. Yeah. Is when he was saying that to his dad. was so good.
1: Yeah. I, and I, I think what I really appreciated was that we got to see Jamie's thought process, right? Like, so we've been curious about his personality changes and the growth and the maturity we've sort of seen in Mm -hmm. him, you know, since season one and like. It was nice to see him try and figure out, like, you know, he doesn't answer the phone when his dad calls, and then he sees yeah. the call between Sam and his father, and yeah, it's clearly weighing on him when he talks to Higgins. And yeah. it was nice that Higgins seemed to give him a little something, you know? Like, maybe I can sort of figure this out.
0: Yeah, maybe I can forgive him for the, for the person he isn't. Yeah. You know, and just... And I think he maybe that's, you know, he was trying to do that. And then Jamie's dad just showed him his whole ass and just was like, no, there is nothing. There is nothing to love. In
1: the Man City jersey and sitting in the Man City section. So, so unbelievably
0: cruel. And just like Like, so so fucked up. And so obnoxious the whole time. And like we kind of, we kind of saw that. I know, in season one, but I wasn't expecting it to be quite so much what it was um, in this episode. So, yeah, it was a lot.
1: It was really difficult, right? Because in that in that locker room scene, or no, I think they're in, like, um, whatever, like, that small room that they were in in season one. Yeah. The criticism was, like, quieter. It was private. It was, like, open, in a sense, where, like, He was not hiding that he was disappointed in Jamie's behavior.
0: No, but it almost felt like he was doing it for Jamie at that point. Like, he was like, you need to be better. You need to... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like... Yes. It was like, oh, I have your best interest at heart. And I'm just... You know what I mean? The person... Yeah, it was... I don't know.
1: It was like he had an audience, right? Like, he was thriving on being in this room with all of these (sighs) dudes watching him. He was probably...
0: Totally wasted. Yeah.
1: And he was like totally enjoying himself. And I, I, it was so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable.
0: It really was. And then just like, you know, and then just Jamie hauling off and like punching him in the face. And Beard being the one to like pull him and throw him out of the room. I love Beard throwing him into the door and being like, watch the door. Yeah, watch the door. And then oops. You know, I Uh. love. And then. My favorite scene from this entire series of all time is Roy walking over and hugging Jamie until Jamie cries into Roy.
1: It was so... It was beautiful. It was
0: absolutely stunning. It just says so much about both of them in that moment that Jamie... Well, let me go back. That Roy... Has become a better person Mm -hmm. since he's become a coach, and the Roy from last year would never have done that in a million years. No, and I think his whole thing with Phoebe, which we'll get into a little bit just after this, I think that also really impacted how he react, he interacted with Jamie in that moment, and then with Jamie, Jamie knows that it's okay to be vulnerable to people who actually care about him. Yeah. And also, the fact that you... The, and to both of them, I think, Roy, you know, going and giving Jamie a hug and just, like, letting him cry it out, is, like, you can support someone and... Not like them all that not much. Not like them, not agree with what they have to say, think they're a little baby twat, whatever <laughs> he called them <laughs> in that first episode. Yeah. But still you know, just be there for them.
1: Well, and I think, too, what's so perfect about that moment is that, like, you know, just before Jamie was trying to make, like, trying to get Roy to coach him and being like, I need to be better. I need you to tell me how to be better. And I think Roy understands now more than ever that, like, everything about Jamie stems from this relationship with his dad. And maybe
0: Roy didn't realize... Yeah, and
1: like yeah. to see the the growth that Jamie has had, and even just asking for advice at all, yeah, shows Roy that Jamie's really trying here, and yeah. like he's doesn't have it easy, and
0: no, and you, know, you got to
1: put your ego aside and just do the right thing.
0: Yeah, and I think also like if we want to just talk about Roy and Phoebe just quickly,
1: yeah, um, let's get into it.
0: Is that you know when he goes, to, you know, the school calls him and he has to go to the school because she's swearing again, and she's like. You know she's basically suspended for the day and you know he realizes how much of an influence he is on her and he worries you know that he's sort of he's projecting the worst parts of himself onto her and he you know he knows that you know her dad is a shitty guy like and that was the first we finally got confirmation that her dad is as he says a shithead yeah and i think you know seeing that jamie's dad is also a shithead really kind of hit it home for roy that that Jamie isn't just, hasn't just been a pain in his ass just to be a pain in his ass. And I think it's taken Roy a little bit of time to get there, like you said. But now he's, all these sort of things are coming together. And, mm-hmm. you know, he sees that. And, you know, his the, her, the teacher, you know, Phoebe's teacher says, you know, you know what an influence you have on her. You know, yeah. use it. And I think it was, I there's, I love scenes with him and Phoebe. Like, they are just.
1: Yeah. They're so great. they so I... good. I love the emotion that we got to see in that chat in the car. I mean, Roy really laid it all out there for her. And it's just, I, what I really love the most is that like Phoebe's a child, right? She's a little kid, but he talks to her like an adult. Yeah. And I, I I respect that kind of interaction with children because like they deserve that level of respect too. I
0: mean. It's true.
1: You can't baby them all the time like you can try and take care of them and protect yeah. them but you shouldn't be like hiding things from them especially Agreed. if it, you know affects their development so like yeah i loved the way they handled that i yeah loved and i love how roy she, as a you know figure for i children.
0: know like a parent i know and yeah. i just i love the fact that she was like no you're the i'm the best parts of you you know, standing up to bullies and it's just like, oh God, it's so, it's just so perfect. And it's, I just love that. It was such a a bright little spot in this episode and it was just, it was really great.
1: It was, oh. I know. So good. Was there
0: anything else during, about Jamie that you wanted to touch on?
1: I mean, in a completely different direction, I do just want to commend the costume department for putting (laughs) Jamie in the most elaborate, obnoxious outfits I've ever seen in my life so
0: true yeah What was that outfit
1: (laughs) I mean look Phil is still a real pretty man underneath all of the tackiness but can't we just get Jamie in like a t-shirt
0: I know jeans plain
1: jeans that aren't bleached or folded or ripped or like (laughs) I don't know I love it
0: I know it is It's it's so great yeah, no, it is it, that whole outfit he was wearing w- when they were doing the haircut with Sam was just. Huh. Uh, so speaking of Sam, let's talk about the reveal. The reveal. I, the reveal. The reveal.
1: I feel like I'm. I'm. I have to come clean. I have not really been on the Sam and Rebecca train.
0: You're, I mean that's we know, we know, but damn i know
1: they got me
0: i know they got me good that's because sam has damn swagger he is so smooth that
1: boy could like so smooth talk anybody out of their
0: pants I so think. true yeah it was i just loved all like the whole storyline right from his dad calling him and like kind of like that sort of you know, um, spurring him to, like, make the date with this banter, you know, anonymous person and and her saying yes and, like, the team, like, losing it and being so excited because they've been, like, cheering him on for, like, the last two weeks. And then the haircut. My god, the haircut. The most obnoxious part of the entire episode. So ridiculous. But so,
1: like, I- I was laughing the entire time. So delightful. It was a joy to witness. It really was. The more scenes we get with the team getting to have these like really fun brothership moments. Yeah.
0: I loved it, but it was insane. It was insane. It was absolutely crazy. I saw on Instagram a whole bunch of the cast members posting that Cola Bokini, I think, who plays Isaac, actually cuts hair. Like, he actually cuts their hair, which I thought was ridiculously funny. And then, and then we have uh, David Elsendorn who plays Jan Maas, asking, like, questions. And, like, kind of, like, yeah, yeah, who (laughs) Jamie calls Jan, which I thought was (laughs) hilarious. And then just, like, Will being, like, one of the guys and, like, right in there, which is, like, so funny considering how they treated Nate in the previous season, I know. So I mean, and they learned. They did. They did, but they. I also. Also makes me like wonder. Like, was it all them, or was it a little bit Uh, (laughs) Nate? Well, um, uh, knowing what we know now. Yeah, you never know. So I just thought that was like that whole scene was so great and so funny, and just the music, the all every part of it was just ridiculous, and just like made me giggle so much. The soundtrack this episode. Yeah,
1: Chef's Kiss. It was beautiful. Like I've perfect. every single track they used was so perfect for the scene.
0: Yeah, it really was. I just mm, they're so good. The music um, for this whole series, the whole season, has been like honestly stellar. Last season was really was really really yeah. good. Like yeah, they they know Huge how to pick them. Shout <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So but the reveal. The yeah. reveal. Woo. I First don't. of
1: all, they both looked so beautiful like the turtleneck suit look is one of my favorites men if you are listening please invest in a suit turtleneck vibe yeah do it because it works
0: Rebecca looked amazing and I just absolutely loved her reaction like I loved that they I loved how she addressed all of the concerns that I have had from the very beginning about how she's his boss, how it's totally inappropriate. How he's younger than she even thought he was. Yeah, he's. (laughs) I mean, I have less of a problem with the age gap, but yeah, there definitely is an age gap.
1: It was just so funny where she's like, What are you, 24? And he's like, I just turned 21. (laughs) I know. And then
0: she's like, I've been grooming you. Like, she's so. I love that. It was was really good. Rebecca, that's not how it works, but okay. So, yeah, I just, I really loved her reaction and that, and that they definitely, like, addressed that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad they didn't kind of, like, gloss over that for the sake of TV. So that was good. I really, I really enjoyed that. And I loved the dinner montage. Like, they
1: just so thoroughly enjoyed each other's company. They felt so comfortable with each other. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was, Ugh. it was good. And then the walk back to her place and the, like... Sam getting closer. The step
0: in. Oh my god. Uh, the step in. Just uh. I know. I know. And asking if they cannot do it for a second time. Come on. So good. And just the like and just the the conflict
1: on her face and that like split second decision like yeah, I'm just going to kiss him. It's just going to happen. I know right? and then she
0: completely <laughs> loses her mind after she kisses. She's like, ah, "I got to go." <laughs> I love that. This is so funny. Yeah, that was so good.
1: I'm kind of on board, man. I don't know. Like, I... Obviously, he's always been enamored with her. So, like... Yeah. I I think for him, knowing that she's the banter woman has, like... This is it. This is a sign. (laughs) And for her, it's obviously different and she's going to need some convincing. Yeah. But I loved their little moments after that date where, like, he loses focus as he's talking because she's walking by. and Yeah. The way that she, you know, can understand, like, with his interview after the game and how she immediately reaches out to him. Like...
0: Yeah. You could... It seemed, and I, I maybe I'm reading into it, but during the game itself, she was way more into the game than she has been in the past in my opinion yeah she was
1: way more invested
0: and like yelling and like she doesn't normally do that I don't find as much so I thought that was interesting yeah
1: I I can't like I can't get over to like talk about Sam being smooth that final moment
0: yeah yeah just like texting her his address and then she just like goes she doesn't even put her shoes on she she's just goes she's just like I was watching with my husband he's just, just going right to the rolls just gonna jump right in she's like shoeless <laughs> <laughs> he could not get over that she took a rolls to uh, the date also and I
1: was like that's her car yeah girl's got a driver she doesn't
0: need to worry exactly she can take that rolls wherever she wants and it's gonna be to her twenty-one-year-old boyfriend's
1: house. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I just look. I, I, I think it's a really. I think it's really cute. I think it's a great plot point for the season. I think it's going to end badly. Yeah. But um, like I'm sorry to bust all your bubbles, but like I really yeah, do probably is feel like she has some unresolved shit that, unlike Ted. She is not resolving. She is not even mm-hmm. trying to resolve. Yeah. Not that you have to. I'm not saying that you have to resolve all of your shit in order to go on dates or have a boyfriend. or Like, I'm not saying that. Right. I just yeah. feel like she is not... From this episode, Sam believes she is a very special person. Yeah. And while I don't think that Rebecca doesn't think he's a special person... I don't believe that Rebecca could be the person for Sam in the long yeah. run. No, I. They're completely
1: incompatible in in that way. Like it just, it's not.
0: She has a lot of baggage and trauma to deal with. <laughs> Aside from Rupert, like her, just yeah. like her family, what she believes relationships are because of her parents, like. Mm. and
1: and like age difference aside to be 21 yeah in a relationship is just very different than to be in your 40s in a relationship so yeah I am riding the boat yeah. I am intrigued to see where it goes their chemistry has sold me but I know that we're gonna get a lot of chaos out of this and oh, I am for sure delighted to see what yeah I'm
0: is. not opposed to like a little like secret love affair with them for a couple of weeks yeah my husband thinks that his dad is gonna like, be really disappointed and yell at him about it
1: I'm kind of just nervous that it's gonna become public and it's gonna look really bad for Rebecca so I know I do I, but I'm just gonna doomsday everything so like I know knows,
0: but. but like yeah I mean did this episode end absolutely freaking delightfully with him kissing yes! her right into her apartment and like closing that door it, yeah it did it did <laughs> it was definite great payoff for a great like season like this is episode eight seven seven
1: uh
0: eight eight episode eight Yeah, episode 8. So, like, 8 episodes of, like, payoff for this banter thing. So, yeah, it was great. It was so good. It was so well done. Ooh. So we've got 9, 10, 11. We've got 4 episodes left. 12, yeah. And I feel
1: like they are going to be
0: action-packed if they're anything like this one yeah i mean no more, i feel no more
1: filler episodes <laughs> i
0: feel like episode nine is gonna be a little bit of a tangenty episode with yeah beard. i
1: just say no filler episodes
0: but i, I don't think know if it's a problem. filler episode i really i don't know if it's a filler episode because we don't i feel like there's a lot we haven't learned about beard yeah i'm dying to know more do we know what his first name is i don't know i was know. thinking about this the other day and i was like do we know what his first name is I don't don't think that we, I don't know that we do. Or if we do, I just completely (laughs) forgot it and, like, don't, I don't even remember at all.
1: Well, that tells you everything you need to know. Right? About what we need to see from Coach Beard next episode.
0: I'm looking right now to see if it says... No. They do not (laughs) list his first name anywhere on the Ted Lasso fandom Wikipedia page. So... We don't know. Maybe go. we'll find out what his name is. <laughs> Maybe <was>. we'll know.
1: <laughs> oh, Yep. Yeah. All right, Jennifer. What were your favorite moments? Outside the ones you've already discussed. Because, I mean, obviously it's kind of like. Oh,
0: cool I episode, know. But. Outside. Uh, yeah, so Roy and Jamie was like definitely my top favorite. But outside of that, I love that Higgins is in a closet. Poor Higgins. <laughs> Get that man on Office. But, like, I he know, just goes with real. the full... You know what? I'm sorry. Higgins is number one AFC Richmond fan. Like, there is no one more dedicated to that goddamn football team than... I know. ...Leslie Higgins. Like, there just it's isn't. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I... What else? I don't know. There were so many good... So many, like, good little things. Oh, when Keely and Rebecca are in her office, it's, like near the beginning of the episode when um rebecca gets the text from sam after telling her to come to dinner keely is talking about how she's trying to figure out what to tell someone when she has to go take a shit (laughs) and i just thought that was so funny and that she asked rebecca and rebecca said that she tells people she has to go do her lip liner because men don't know what that means and women know it takes precision and time that was beautiful i i just really loved that
1: I cherish every Keely Rebecca scene.
0: So good.
1: One of my other favorite moments from this episode is when Keely calls Rebecca, and she's oh, got yeah. the full in the, in the car. mask Yeah. Then she's yes. yelling at her like, "Why did you answer this phone call, you dummy? Like, hang up and go inside."
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. So no, that good. was hilarious. That was really good.
1: And I think, and we haven't really talked about this yet the confession scene before the match.
0: Yes, I had that written down and I completely forgot. Yes, we need to talk about that because I think it sets up what you were talking about last week which is that Ted confesses to Beard and Roy and Higgins and Nate that he had a panic attack during the, the game a couple of weeks ago or months ago. I think it was weeks. And... I think you had said last week that you were convinced that somehow Nate was going to use that against him. And I was like, well, how would he even know? Well, <laughs> now he knows.
1: <laughs> I know. I First of all, loved that the five of them. And as much as I could punt Nate off a bridge right now, <laughs> yeah. I love
0: yeah. the diamond
1: dogs and the fact that like, they all sort of fell yeah. in that line of of kind of supporting Ted and talking about
0: yeah you know
1: things. Though I will point out that Nate's confession was just about how great he is.
0: Yeah, it wasn't actually a fucking secret. No. Or a flaw. Nope, not in at all. No, it was just like non. It was just like it was nothing. It was just like yeah. a, a non-answer. I'm telling you he's going somewhere else he's gonna yeah. throw Ted under the bus he's yep. gonna do something
1: yeah Ooh. I know so I, I I loved that moment it definitely Yeah. you know is gonna put some things in motion it also gave us one of the most I think personally hilarious interactions with Beard admitting that he accidentally did mushrooms
0: <gasps> oh my god so good <laughs>
1: So and Roy good.
0: immediately knowing which match it was. Knowing, exactly. He just, like, knew he was totally just, like, blitzed. Yeah. Amazing. I also love that at the end of that little scene, Ted was like, oh, so you drink tea now? And Beard was like, I just didn't know how to tell you. <laughs> so great. The so running good.
1: gag. Because even before when Ted's at Sharon's flat. Oh, yeah. And she yes. offers him tea and he's like, fuck no, like, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's so good. It's such a it's great amazing. little, like, like you said, running gag throughout the whole series. Ah, uh, man. I know. It was a hell of an episode. It was. I think we are in for at least three, basically, from what I've seen in the last season, I would say we're in for a really intense three more episodes. And I believe the last episode kind of is more like the calm after the storm. That's Yeah, kind of how it's going to be kind
1: of the wrap up for this season, yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. But I think the penultimate episode is going to be a shit show. In a good yeah. way, but like yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be a lot.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Ah, well, that brings us to our next little segment. Jenny... Are you vibing with anything this week?
0: Hmm. Not particularly. I am tired, guys. You are vibing with the
1: burnout.
0: Basically. Yeah, I am. I... Like, honestly, I... I don't really watch random TV shows very often. Like, I don't... I'll watch, like, the TV shows that I'm kind of, like, wanting to watch. And, like, because I don't have a lot of free time. And But the last two days my child went back to school and I was it was of the last days of my vacation so mm-hmm. Friday I did nothing like I literally mm-hmm. did nothing I just like sat on the couch which is not sounds amazing I do very often um and I watched the entire season of The Chair with Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> um now okay. it is it is very easy to watch it because it's like half hour episodes and I think there's mm-hmm. only six episodes oh okay so like three hours of tv yeah. yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, it's a little bit frustrating, but I think it's supposed to be.
1: But it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: it's frustrating in the sense that, like, you know, she is a woman of color who is trying to be the chair of an English department that has been typically filled with white men in a university. And it is very fr- Like, there are frustrating moments in this show, and you're just like, ugh. But I think that's very true, too. Right, the reality of that industry. Yeah, but no, uh, Sandra O oh is. I love her like
1: she's so fucking talented she's
0: so phenomenal i have loved her since like the very first episode of grace anatomy like i have loved her for so long and you know so i it was really interesting to see her in something that was not christina yang that was not her character from killing eve which is like totally uh, like the opposite of christina yang yeah it was really interesting to see that you know and she also in the i found it really i really liked the fact that in the show, uh her father and her speak Korean, so she speaks Korean for like, I would say a good, like a good chunk of the show is. That's it, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's I actually really like that we get to see her actually speak Korean and you know have that sort of interaction um with her with the actor who plays her dad and her daughter and it's really I really liked it. It was a it was a really good show and I. I highly recommend it if you're just looking for something. It's very funny. The other actor who um, is in it is Jay Duplass. Is of the Duplass oh, yeah.
1: Brothers?
0: He's great. He's great. He's really... I forgot how much I liked seeing him in movies. Uh, and he was really, really funny. So he was he was very frustrating at sometimes, but, like, in a good way. Like, so, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I am vibing with that. But I'd love to read a book one day, um, but I just can't seem to make my brain do that yet so one day one day
1: you'll get back there I hope so
0: <laughs> what about you what are you vibing with what's making you happy these days
1: other um, than your vacation a, <laughs> mm, super vibing with yes. flying uh, out of New Jersey soon but I think in like a really low quality kind of way I'm totally obsessed with the John Mulaney Olivia Munn scandal <laughs> Yes. I just, I love celebrity gossip. I find it to be so fascinating. Uh, shout out to the Who Weekly podcast because I'm a f- big fan. I just love mess, to quote Marie Kondo. Love mess. It's great. Especially when it has something to do with me. So I have been like super interested in everything happening. <laughs> I don't understand... The hold that Mulaney has on the internet. Uh,
0: I don't get it. I don't care. I don't
1: get it. I've never seen a more intense level of projection in my entire life. He's a mediocre um,
0: white man who's a comedian. <laughs> Who gives a fuck?
1: I know. It's I'm amazing. sorry.
0: Like, you could, you could, like, copy and paste, like, 500 other comedians who maybe have been on SNL once in their life. Like, I just don't. What? Yeah.
1: Mm. I, uh, it's fascinating. It's crazy. Uh, I love it. I think it's great. I want to know more.
0: I just don't understand how people can be so deeply invested in someone else's personal life who they do not know.
1: They do not know. Guys, you don't know celebrities. At all. It's weird. It's like, it's... It's fascinating. It is.
0: It really is so fascinating. People You could- I don't know. Like, I hope
1: that we get some therapists and psychologists who can write academic level (laughs) insights onto the, like, Twitter-era celebrity fan relationship, because it is-
0: Crazy, but like, also, I just want to know, like, what is Olivia Munn's mantra for like manifestation? Because like, she could make a lot of money.
1: It's wait until the most vulnerable moment and then
0: bounce. (laughs) Not to say that
1: like Mulaney is completely innocent, because clearly the dude has been like a mess for a long time, and they're probably very well suited in their messiness. But like, damn. I know. I just,
0: I just can't care enough about this. <laughs> and like what, what makes it so fascinating to me is so many people care. Like it's, in a way, not like what you're saying where it's like, it's a fascinating take on like what's happening. Like people deeply care. And I'm just like, why?
1: Pages and pages and pages of comments on gossip blogs about this, like trending on Twitter forever
0: I mean it's like I literally care more about that woman on TikTok who figured out that Kylie Jenner was pregnant by her nails I literally (laughs) care more about that woman decoding Kylie Jenner's manicures to figure out that she was pregnant okay than I do about John Mulaney and Olivia Munn
1: we are living In the darkest fucking timeline. (laughs) What is this?
0: Where is Tom Hiddleston? Come and save me. Uh, That's it for today, guys. (laughs) Have a great week. (laughs)
1: Uh, If you guys want to hang out with us more, you can find us at hotelvicarious.com. You can email us at hotelvicarious at gmail.com. you can find us on all of the social platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We we know there are more social platforms, but we're not going to participate in those. At Hotel Vicarious is our handle. And if you feel so inclined to rate us on Apple, leave us a fun little review. A positive one, please.
0: Yeah. Um, five stars only. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> feel free. Yeah. Um, and also, if you do have suggestions for things you would like us to review and watch while we, after we finish this season of Ted Lasso, before we start the season two of The Witcher, just drop us a note. Okay, folks, well, this has been Hotel Vicarious. Thanks for checking in.